International. roast myself like I yeah I got my hair done today and was like oh it's beach waves and then I put on a leather jacket and then I walked out and I was like man look at this Cheryl Crow looking bitch look at you <laughs> god damn looking like a soccer mom on her day off look at you like I'm so hard on myself <laughs> wow. like literally like I feel like all I have to do is just like project my own doubt onto others and I'm sure it's like it doesn't even impact your relationship with your friends and your family because mm-hmm. you're just projecting it all on yourself in the mirror and then you go out and you're like I'm fine <laughs> healthy right <laughs> uh, <laughs> It's about as healthy as last week when we or last episode when we were talking about uh about how Target is like geared towards manic women, how every part of Target is organized for like a manic episode. Was that the, was that the New Year's episode? It was the New Year's episode. Okay. I was like, whoa. Yeah. It sounds like something we'd say, but So what are you salty about today, Kai? Oh, we didn't even do the intro. Oh, who cares? Hi. They know who we are. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to Extra Salty. I don't know. Is that our intro now? No, I hope not. Are we supposed it's to do it in a round? Like you go, hello, hello, do do it. <laughs> hello, hello. Hello, hello, everybody. Oh, it's annoying. <laughs> oh, I hate it. See, that's why I said no as <laughs> oh, soon as it came out of oh, me. Oh, no, I hate it real bad. Hi. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys. Welcome to Extra Salty. Welcome to a brand new year, a brand new season, a brand new us. Yeah. Um, and we are joined in studio today with Miss uh, Emily Howell. Yeah. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> yeah, that is her. Um, we like to start. We like to kick these off. If this is your first time listening, um, go back because there's some great ones. Um, but so much, so good. much good. We are proud of ourselves. <laughs> um, but the point of this show is to take a deep dive into the things that can make people resentful, and not only focus on that, but also how we move past it and yeah. how we move forward. This show is about the human condition, but it's put together by two comedians slash amateur therapists. Um, yeah. <laughs> we don't know shit from shit. We are not psychologists. We are not therapists we read a lot of listicles Uh, (laughs) (laughs) i think the best piece of advice i've ever given in my life was just like please stop yelling at me if you can even call that advice (laughs) not really kind of it's more like a mantra it's uh, well it's really more of like a plead for mercy (laughs) yeah and i pretty much listen to anything that's written on a coffee mug so like (laughs) You're laughing because like there was like there's a sad amount of motivational mugs in my car right now. It, it it's 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 motivational mugs. You've got notes written on your sunglasses holder. All of your makeup bags say something else about your personality. Look, I just like And I, it's all in glitter text. I'm just too too afraid of tattoos. I like I, I, you know, I need conversation starters that I wear. I do. I used to wear when I first moved here. I wore a necklace that said Dallas for like three months, <laughs> just to be like, "Where are you from?" Man, and we and we still ended up friends. Oh, I know it's a really small necklace. You don't really look at people when you speak to them. Oh, oh, shit. <laughs> that was healthy. Oh my god. So, what are we salty about today? What is like? Let's start with like the little salt, and then of course our guest Emily today is going to tell us some of the some of the 
the deep sea salt, uh-huh. like that that deep sea uh, Iranian salt that they try to sell you in the mall, the good stuff. Like you're gonna get to it with the real exfoliating stuff. The, uh, right? Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Or like the the scrub, the abrasive stuff. Actually, I do have anger about pink, pink Himalayan salt. Wait, what's your issue? What? With pink it's delicious. <laughs> um, it's mine. It's it's not delicious. It's very it's bland. To really? Me. Yeah. Okay, try it. Here's my combination. But I also idea. have issues with the color pink, so there's that. Yeah. Wh- Why? Well, it's the whole cancer and the breast cancer uh, issue. And, oh, yeah. I do a lot of that. There is a whole thing about the way that we like pinkify and inherently delegitimize breast cancer as a cancer by making it this fun pink movement. Mm-hmm. God, there's so many layers Man. to that because it's like what's wrong with things being pink and feminine and then it's like also wait take shit seriously women are dying stop making right. it into a party Jeez. yeah well but I mean why would I be angry if someone wants to designate something positive with something pink but for me it just still makes me angry because why does it have to be pink that's just not a good color because nipples are pink and because well, white women's white. nipples are pink and because yeah. it's always about white women and black mm-hmm. women are constantly erased. Yeah. Now I'm upset. See? And Why it couldn't it be brown? brown? Why, Why can't it be brown? brown? Like my nipples. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Like my mother's Shouldn't nipples be, before me. Like, right. like my we, grandmother's actually like half white. I don't, don't know. We what are like seven are. damn minutes in. You can't be this mad yet. <laughs> okay. We're supposed to be light, lightly salty. Lightly salted like pink Himalayan salt. Okay. okay. I, feel, I feel like generally though overall like Today we were going to be mad because uh, I remember uh, I remember a certain saltiness that we got to share together. We uh, had a, a traumatic experience this weekend. Okay, um, let us be the first to say fuck buckle buckle the retail store the, yeah. fuck buckle one the half of you listeners are going wait buckle still exists yes they do <laughs> yes they do this weekend we Somehow. were at <laughs> what is sorry what's buckle i haven't been out in years oh my god it's you... pretty old it's been around for a long time but buckle is a clothing store that like has a very specific aesthetic it's a lot of um literally buckles buckles and like uh, cross stitch jeans and it's like in it's very much that like um I don't want to call it westerny, but it's just over the top. And, and by like this. And, and by cross stitch jeans. Imagine she, if your whole pants were made out of that buckle. Okay. <laughs> um, and by whenever she says cross stitch jeans, she doesn't mean like cross stitch by somebody's grandmother with love. She means that there is a cross stitched into the ass pocket of every single pair like of jeans. Like a cross on the stitch. Oh, a cross. Yeah, and it's like not a, what my lord and like savior a, intended. Oh, does like, it have jewels? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it does. Okay. Yeah. Every single one of them. It's horrible. So I walked yeah, by the store and I good. saw... <laughs> Or actually back to the color pink on this. I saw Oh yeah. I saw a pair of pink boots and I was like, Oh, those are nice. And we if were, they were brown. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> You're right, brown would go with more things, but I felt like pink was special. Okay. So I walked by and I we were in the mall before it opened. By the way, we were in San Antonio, Texas at the Riverwalk. If by yeah. some magic one of you assholes is listening, you need to know about your customer service things. Yeah, we were too scared to talk to you because you were so fucking aggressive. So we're standing outside the store. Yeah, it was that. And here's the funny thing. If this guy's afraid to talk. Exactly. We have big personalities. And I've been in retail for 12 years. And I was startled by how aggressive this behavior is. So we're standing outside of the window. And this man, the second their door opens, this man comes out and goes, something catch your eye? Yeah, it's like one guy is throwing up the gate. And this other guy is like sprawling underneath it. He barreled rolled out of there for sure. Like in like (laughs) an action, like in like an adventure movie video game type situation where it's like somebody has to hold up the door that's broken and then you have to shimmy through before they drop it again. Like, he 
did like a reverse Indiana Jones to get to us. Like the store was not open, right? So he comes up to us and tries to drag us in. And I was like, uh, I can try on like those one shoes because I'm really not trying to spend a lot of money. And Kai follows me. I in. was like, oh no, Jay. I, I know it was a mistake. It was a mistake because like, I'm like, you know, what? I'll just try on those pink ones in a size nine. And he goes, you know, while you're doing that, you got to check out these jeans. I was like, no, I have plenty of jeans. <laughs> and he's like, you have to check out these jeans. These are extra stretch, curvy fit jeans. They're definitely going to curve and work for you. And he's like stretching the waistband out. Uh-uh. Yeah, no, the way that, no, no. The that's, way he's that stretching that, them. That interaction is over. The way he's stretching them, it looks like he's playing a damn accordion just back and forth he's like look at how they stretch and I look over at you and you just got this look like you can't believe he fucking just said that to me but like I've been thick my whole life so I kind of get where he was going but I was like I didn't ask you that and then that lady who came up to you first of all what did she say to you she was like well while she's trying on those shoes I can't let her have all the fun so I brought a couple things over to you and I just turned and looked at her and I went no thank you and she was like not having it the best part is when I asked they brought me the shoes right but they brought three other pairs of shoes to show me and I was like oh no thank you I really was only interested in this pink pair of boots and she brought me like three other pairs of black boots and like oh we have more and I was like you know what just that one pair was all I was interested in and you know I'm just gonna try them on before I'm even I can't even get the pair of boots mind you we've been in the store for less than a full minute and we talked to four employees insane. i'm zipping up the boot and this other girl comes up and she goes you have to get a top to go with those these are this top's so great it's a medium but it stretches like a large <laughs> and starts a court it's like stretching the fuck out of all their clothes stretches like a large no you're gonna love it and then like what did you say they were doing she, br- a large she brought stretch. me because she, she brought me two like pairs of jeans large. oh who fucking knows <laughs> But like they were, it was like whenever you see kids playing with like that slime that like science teachers make out of like glue and food color. It was color. like gat clothes. Like yeah. she's like, it stretches. She's like, but look how much. And it was just so bizarre because then like she brought over two pairs of jeans. I just said, no, thank you. Very flatly. Like didn't even offer anything past that. And she was like, well, here, look, why don't you just take a hold of like, you can check out Fieldy. And I was like, I'm not interested in buying anything from here. Thank you. And she went, <laughs> Okay, well, I mean, if I see anything else that I think that you'll like, I'm going to bring it over. I was like, you don't have to. (laughs) Don't. And then while all this is going on and Jasmine's just being berated by all of these people where they're like, curvy, stretchy. There's this woman who I can only assume is the manager out front going, you know what, guys, uh, hey, Zach, Dak, Mac, <laughs> crack. We, they all we have need, one syllable names. We need to get everybody together, and we need to go over the yes no training again. With you know, while the, you know, and like is kind of like gesturing over towards us because I guess we said no too many times for her to be comfortable. But you have to say no to something when you're offered 19 options of a thing within 45 seconds. The worst part is I didn't like. I kind of like the boots, but I just <laughs> didn't want to buy those boots from them because I've been in retail long enough and I know that they have this thing called items per transaction or IPTs. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. like, they drag you outside and beat you if you sell more than one, more than less than one thing, mm-hmm. like one thing or less. So I was like, if I buy these boots, they're going to force me to get something else. And I was just like, this is so stressful. I don't want to be in here. So phys- we physically ran out of the store. Like I said, no, mm-hmm. thank you to like three more customers. Every single customer put so much I think we were in there for less than a full minute it maybe was, it was wow. insane maybe less than two it was so they should really have training on like how to approach people because I'm a super skittish mm-hmm. shopper I mean the way you're gonna get me out of the store is to actually speak to me yeah at uh, all I, really I'm the and same even way. when they ask you 
are you do you need any help i immediately just want to turn around and leave yeah no i don't can't i do i look did i ask if i wanted help i would ask okay i'm, I'm not quite that skittish but if like i like if someone's like do you need help with anything i'm like i'm just looking around i'll let you know if i have any questions my preferred response yeah. is okay great well my name's whatever you know i'll be around i don't want well hold on let me go grab four pairs of shoes out the back two pairs of jeans look how stretchy they are also you uh, look like a gay here's something with a rainbow on like i those jeans were fucking hideous the ones they handed you to I, they were like mm-hmm. they were like gray and shiny like it looked like the kind of material that like would have made sound when you walked it was, it looked, <laughs> they looked like the kind of jeans where it was like if a lumberjack said like i'm going out on the town tonight <laughs> It was, oh. it was such a mess. The funny thing is, like, immediately afterwards, we go into Victoria's Secret, and we were so relieved to be ignored. Like, it was, yeah. like I didn't even notice, like, how, like, kind of shit the service was in Victoria's Secret because I was, like, so overwhelmed. Honestly, the best experience we had that whole trip to the Riverside Mall in San Antonio was when we went into a store that, I kid you not, sold, like, gun accessories. Oh, that was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, well, no, it was just, like, a leather good store like cowboy kind of store. cowboy everything there yeah. was like miniature cowboy baby boots and there was this handbag that said uh keep calm and conceal carry but that was written with <laughs> five no, it, exclamation points it said it said keep calm and know that this is a bag designed for concealed carry with a whole bunch of exclamation points like it was like a really really copy heavy tag oh yeah and that bag was literally only big enough to hold a gun a lip gloss and <laughs> your wallet <laughs> and a wallet that was like just probably just a gun and a lip gloss like you make your husband hold your wallet since he's got all the money Mm -hmm. (laughs) but i've got my gun a pink gun more than likely yes exactly (laughs) so that's oh that was the worst salty as weird as i i'm still I, i i was saying like at the time like it felt like every scene that you see in like a high school like in like a television show where there's a party at high school where there's like some girl that's like brandon i want to go home he's like just a minute i want to show you something and it like gets weird and creepy after that but the retail version (laughs) (laughs) i definitely felt pressured and and i'm willing to bet like at least four of them were named brandon i bet you at least one of them was fired after that didn't you get that feeling that it was like a um like a Hunger Games situation. Just like took him out in the back and shot him. Yes. <laughs> Jesus. They, she's probably not. You know what I mean? They were fighting for their lives. You didn't sell. You didn't sell those pink boots. Oh my god! Now it's I'm over. gonna think about that forever. Three D print a new staff. Poor Mac. <laughs> <laughs> he got. He got in It was. It was scary. That was very scary. Like if, if you're a skittish shopper, like this would have been one of those things where you probably. Oh, I probably wouldn't have made it in the door. No, I have a problem. Like I'll get near a door sometimes of a a shop and then it just something comes over me and i just have to turn and leave with people like that's anxiety i I understand yeah Yeah. it's like a panic attack it's really it must be hard for people with anxiety because with shopping you probably avoid shopping when it's really busy oh yeah but then when you shop you're the only person in the store so you get more help than you need they do want to help you i i it's such a little like i never know what to do when i work retail because i'm like I, i try to pay attention to how many times i think a person's been greeted and then when I say hi, I'll be like down the hallway and go, you doing okay? And then I go, okay. And then walk away. <laughs> Just to like, I don't want to like, I don't want to make people feel that way. But I've noticed when a store is busy, it's like all the extroverts who are in a panic come in and they, they run up to you and they're like all in my space. And I'm not someone who needs a lot of space. But like I had a woman during Christmas season poke me in the neck. It was such a weird she like 
I was reaching down to grab something and she just stabbed me in the weird part of my neck where the head meets the neck mm-hmm. and I like like where, I, where, where was that <laughs> like I felt a little why, mini stroke why was that of. happening she was excuse me and I was like oh, oh. Ew, like, oh so it was like ew. to get your attention yes it was like, like she was pressing your on button my on button like it was like you know ding for service but I'm a human like <laughs> she touched that part of my body and I was like oh I was like ew. You, don't, you don't have to touch me can I help you so she's like do yeah. you know if you guys have any more of this lipstick and of course I was like in front of right her thing and it was like you oh no why don't you go browse the lipstick section I'm, so, I'm sorry but like how do you manage with anxiety in public situations that kind of make you nervous um well it's not all the time mm-hmm. you know it's just things that make certain things that make me uncomfortable sometimes it's um I don't know usually it's all when it's like overwhelming like all those belt buckles or all those things (laughs) like all the sparkle like it's too many things that's overwhelming to me I also do not like when people um, like are looking at me and like like fixing my hair like a lot of people like love having going to the hairdresser Mm. like I have panic attacks in the hairdresser like when they're trying to um even wash my hair I get very uncomfortable or when they're like trying to fix it at the end I will like tell them please do not blow dry I need to go Oh, because they're trying to like fluff me up and stuff I'm like no I can't do that please don't judge me don't 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 yeah. fondle over me or whatever like that like I can't yeah I can't do that like I yeah. had a panic attack when my mm-hmm. sister was getting married and they were trying to like oh my god we were in East Texas they wanted to braid my hair into a giant heart in the back oh that is a <laughs> that oh, face see? that is a warranted panic attack I, see what I'm saying that is warranted like, are you kidding what that's too ugly to do without a request like I, yeah they, <laughs> that's got to be a specific order you know what i mean like right. you, you know when you order something well, stupid and the waiter's well, like okay I'm, having, I'm, I'm panicking just thinking about it right now like they wanted and they started to braid it and i was like i couldn't breathe i was like no we can't and so finally they just unbraided it and let me go oh i can yeah I can, can just, you imagine if they were trying to braid your hair into a heart i can picture like it. two like a like this I've done it before I've, but it looks so dumb I, I oh. picture it because I hear the uh. person doing it humming like <laughs> like while they're doing every kiss begins with K that <laughs> fucking channel oh yeah that's what I'm hearing them do like <laughs> that's so extra you if we had to switch bodies you would absolutely die because there's this when people have curly hair in a salon everyone decides that it's a learning opportunity <laughs> I've never uh. had my hair done with less than three people touching it because there's always someone going see what you're gonna do is this uh, and this and it's like always they just are looking for things and the layers of it you just prepare yourself mm-hmm. for what's going to be kind of a stressful thing but I can't I can't frankly I need three people to help my hair at this point because my hair has gone from completely straight like dead straight to got whatever this is like it's wavy. partially it's wavy texture. and texture and curly but people just can't cut it anymore uh, and, you know and I give them five hmm. minutes go oh we have ten we have 10 minutes. Oh. I'll give them a time and they're just like, ah! Maybe and you just need to do That's like strange. a long... <laughs> I'm like, I'm very time-oriented. Like, you you're just like with a stopwatch, like, go. Yeah, no, I'll be like, I I have to leave it um, 5.30. You need like a Hillary Clinton cut. You know what I mean? If you're like, if you're wanting that quick of a haircut, you need like something but real I want simple. it to look good. I just don't want to do what it takes. 
<laughs> to get there. I'm incredibly high. Like I'm sitting here yeah. listening to you with like three different kinds of mascara. Like <laughs> I know I was embarrassed. I was like really nervous coming here because I was like, Jasmine's so beautiful and her makeup is gorgeous, and she's gonna look at my makeup and go, "What is wrong with that oh, no. girl?" <laughs> I think about oh, I think about other people so little. Like you, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, but I seriously You're like I didn't even notice you had makeup. I seriously don't judge other people's appearance at all because it's just like I think your appearance and your expression is such like a. Um, it's just it should be a comfort level thing, and it should. I don't feel anyone should ever feel. That's the problem is that people feel like they have to look a certain way at a certain time. Like me, it was just I started doing this because I was curious how I had this green I hadn't played with yet, and I wanted to see how it would look on. Is <laughs> the concept of having eyeshadows I haven't used yeah. yet wild to you? Uh-huh. Okay, <laughs> so oh, I'm, I'm just like. Uh-huh. Bleh, bleh. <laughs> <laughs> that is really fun. So I know you came here to talk to us about a specific yeah. thing that you're salty about, and I'm curious. Oh. Yeah, here? we we already kind of touched on part of it a little bit with the conversation about pink. Oh, uh, that's a little. That, yeah, I have a I have a few things you know in my life, but um, go right ahead. Well, so the salty part of this is actually a little more lighthearted than my. I'm I'm more kind of like angry. I guess is. All of that's valid. Is that valid? When you, what you feel, you want to tell us, go for it. Yeah. We're listening. Uh, Do you well, hear how mad we are all the time? All the time. <laughs> well, but then I go back and forth between being like, that's, I'm angry, but really I shouldn't be. So I have, mm. then I get angry at myself for mm. being angry. I don't know. It's too many layers of, of anger, but um, I don't know. Do you, I, I don't want to just jump straight into, um, I don't know how to really okay let's start i mean well t- actually you know what the, our listeners don't know too much about you so yeah. um tell us i know we know we know that you're a comedian you live here in austin mm-hmm. but um what brought you here how did you get started in comedy a little bit okay well that will ha- that will be a nice segue yeah. <laughs> and every time i think of segue i think of cat combs now i can't stop um anyway so yeah how i got into comedy was actually partly because of my my deep-seated angers but um i think that's typical isn't it isn't that how everyone gets into comedy to, to anger i don't know or i feel like angry issue. people end up in comedy. Oh, okay. oh, for sure um well so let's see 14 years ago um i have no i had this like perfect life my whole life it was one like i was the person that you would hate everybody would hate me because i didn't know that other people had like really difficulties in life because mm-hmm. I just had the charmed like the charmed growing up my mom did my laundry y'all don't hate me I mean it's true <laughs> like she did yeah and like we had horses growing up and those kinds of things but um so I lived a charmed life and kept on living a charmed life and then um got married and things were good and then I decided oh you know I did some side things I was in rock mm-hmm. bands and kind of partied and kind of got a little edgier like as time went on but um and then I got pregnant and had a kid and um this is where it all kind of like goes south basically it's supposed to be like the happiest day of your life right Uh and um I go in to get my um I had to be induced because okay. I was like huge and the baby didn't come out and so they're like trying to get the baby to come out and when I was there and they were trying mm. to get the baby to come out they're like um there's something wrong you know and That's they're like ominous yeah and I was like no there's not we're leaving 
you know, because that's how I am. I'm like, no, we're leaving. <laughs> Did you give the doctor five like, minutes? Yeah, we're like. <laughs> you said you've like, got 10 minutes. No, you've got 10 minutes to get this baby out and it's going to be fine. You know, <laughs> so we're like, I'm like, like leaving. And they're like, no, we just need to put the IV in. And I'm like, no, you're not. We're going. You know, I'm like struggling. So you were like actually getting the hell out of yeah, there. Yeah, I was like getting the hell out of there because I'm like, I'm not having this, whatever. What but was your plan? Well, and then they had to like trick me and talk me into staying because I hate medical situations as well because even I'm in the medical field, mm. which is another thing, but um, I don't trust in the medical field <laughs> because I'm in it, I guess, is mm. a bad kind of catch-22. Kind of, kind of like whenever you see in like a kitchen at a restaurant and you're like, I would never eat here. Yeah, kind of like that. Yeah. But so um, they're like, something's wrong. We have to like take this baby mm. out right now, you know. And so they basically like put the IV in and rushed me in and just basically sliced me. I mean, I didn't feel it. They just sliced me open. They're like pulling the baby out. You know, it was a rush uh, mm. C-section. And, Man. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> she came out and... Um, I always say that she was extracted and not born, which is really mean. That's rude. But um, she, so she was, and she came out, and she was like a little white little baby angel, like just the whitest baby ever, kind mm. of like. Did y'all see Powder? No. The mm -hmm. movie Powder? No. No, it was stupid. So okay so bad it's <laughs> awful okay. anyway it was this guy and like he was real pale white but they like the makeup mm. in the movie he, they actually put powder on him I think it was just stupid oh but anyway um, <laughs> she came out like a little baby angel just white as a ghost like you've heard of blue babies or whatever she wasn't blue she was completely white and um, just beautiful and um, but creepily white Mm -hmm. You know, but I was like, no, my husband's real pale. They're like, she's really white. And they were, I could hear them all talking. I was like, uh, and they're like, I was like, no, he's super white. You should see him. He burns, <laughs> you know, his third degree burn and t 80 degrees, t you know. <clears throat> anyway, so um, she had what's called a fetal maternal bleed. And so somehow in the pregnancy, her blood like all went back into me. So she was completely white because she had almost no blood wow. it was like really like crazy and so when you don't have she had a one-fourth of the uh, hemoglobin that a normal baby would have so it made her white but <clears throat> it also kills your brain yeah so um she has like basically a quarter of the functioning brain cells um that a normal baby would have had mm -hmm. but she looked beautiful and normal so it was really um weird you know yeah that sounds really and, jarring well yeah and i mean like you have this like what you think is a normal mm. pregnancy and then it's like bam all of a sudden they're like like within a like a 10 minute period mm. you got it just they just ripped her out and then it was like oh uh, and then she just went into grand mal seizures and um then she was in icu and you know bada bing bada boom 14 years later i mean she has <coughs> severe cerebral palsy which she had from day mm -hmm. one i mean of course but mm -hmm. um she's still with us and growing and she's like we practically share clothes now That's but <laughs> it's really, i mean it's cool because like i keep telling my family um no christmas bigger clothes because I need clothes and I can't go shopping. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, it, like, she really wears a four, but I'm like, can you get like an eight or a six? You know? Because, like, you know, we like, because she wears a diaper. It's, you know, we got to we gotta dress her up. Mm -hmm. so I, but, um, so, mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, it was, it, it was tough. So, I um, have a lot of anger issues about mm -hmm. 
that and um, a lot of sadness. Mm-hmm. Sadness is a huge thing and a kind of a normal thing, I mm-hmm. think, for that situation. But where the anger comes in is is uh, makes me an awful, awful person because I have um, anger about other people who don't have the situation that I have. You know, it's like a kind of like, like a, a jealous, resentment towards a resentment um, towards mothers who towards didn't have to struggle, who, who don't have to continually struggle. Like mm-hmm. I've been changing diapers um, on my daughter for 14 years. Wow. You know, for and so I don't get to see her do those things that other people's daughters or their, their mm-hmm. cheerleaders, they're playing volleyball, you know, those things. And so I have that kind of like it's like resentment in that way. But it's also sad, too. And anyway, so there's that. And then, <clears throat> like, I guess when she was about nine um, and my son was two. So we had another kid. Mm-hmm. And so I, I didn't want one at first. I was like, oh, God, we cannot deal with another kid, especially if it comes out like something. Did, did you have that fear? Oh, God, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was. And my husband would not even have a kid for five years. He's like, hell no, we're not doing that. But then it happened. And um He's good. He's super cute. He's nine now, and uh, he's a good kid. But um, when he was two, and she mm-hmm. was, I want to say, yeah, seven or eight, um, they diagnosed me with breast cancer. Yeah. So there's that, and I was like, motherfucker, like what the, you know, like how you don't think that like once you have something like you know like kind of like a huge punch in the face like it's like you're having like double like that is like are you like you just can't even believe that it's like a thing Mm -hmm. that is can even really be but so shit happens you know was there something that like prompted you to go get yourself checked or was it just like something that like happened like routine that it was just like more shit on the pile um well so um i was doing like a whole lot of (laughs) (laughs) push-ups because i was like trying to stay fit you know um not to brag but i was doing not to brag but like i was getting these like hot pecs you know right (laughs) and like i had these boobs and you know whatever no it's because i was a runner because once i had her that's another whole part of the story like Mm -hmm. um i basically just started running i'm like forrest fucking gump you know is that way that you deal with the feelings that you have yeah it's just like running away you just run you just keep running you know it's just it hurts that's fine it's any any of that running pain feels less bad than anything else mm-hmm. you know and okay. so you just do it but anyway i was like doing like a thousand push-ups and i was like looking at my like pecs you know i'm like a dude i'm like looking at my pecs and my <laughs> arms in the mirror you know naked and i was like what is wrong with this like boob on this side it was like all like weird like lopsided or whatever and um then i it then one night like only like a week after that it started hurting really bad ladies so if you wake up in the middle of the night with pain in your boob <clears throat> mm-hmm. immediately go to the doctor because that's probably cancer now, i mean it could be a cyst or something but that night pain is kind of a uh a trick like a major sign or something like a real big indicator yeah as an indicator like if it wakes you up you know and you was have it just it. like like mm-hmm. a sharp a sharp like sudden thing yeah like, sh- just wow. like a sharp severe sharp pain like that woke me up and i was like that's not good and so i just went to the doctor and they're like oh it's probably just a you know and they're like she's fucked you know 
<laughs> yeah, so then they're like, they rush you into the, you know, mammogram or whatever. And Man. yeah, and then so I just went to the mammogram, you know, um, thinking oh they're not gonna have results it's the medical field they're not gonna they're gonna like take some coffee breaks and they're not gonna like it's gonna be like th- holidays and three weeks later then i'll get some results that it's yeah. all fine or whatever but like when they take the test and then five minutes later the big doctor comes in and like pulls you over and they're like um yeah you have cancer Shit, wow. you know it's really you can't even hear what they're saying, you know, because you're just like, and you're just, I was like, I just drove myself here, you know. How I gotta go to work, you know. Like, what am I? How are you supposed to go to work after that? What did you like? What were the the following days or hours after that? Like, how did you how did you process it and then decide to tell people in your life about it? Uh, well, okay, so, um, <clears throat> I. I was like, fuck this, because I had had a medical issue in college, too, which we won't go into because y'all are like, this bitch is crazy. But Mm. um, (laughs) we won't go in there. But um, and I always kept that a secret from everybody because I was like, people don't need to know my shit. That's stupid. And plus insurance companies, they don't all need to know that shit. But once (laughs) I got diagnosed with cancer, I was like, I'm going to blab this shit all over the world because this is wrong that I'm having to deal already with like a severely disabled kid, you know, already now for seven, eight, however many years it was. And now I'm like, have cancer. I'm like, this is, this is going on the interwebs, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I wasn't on Facebook, um, um, but I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna blog. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That was the most painful way you've admitted anything so far. Yeah, was, was blogging like, the most shameful part of it? Like, this? I fucking hate that word, and I, I just think blogging is ridiculous, right? <laughs> and so um, I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna blog my ass off. So I had a blog, and I just basically blog, blah, 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 you know, just blog that shit out and. Um, you know, it was a good way to communicate mm-hmm. with everybody kind of what was going on. And so that's kind of how I sort of started getting into comedy. If the initial, you know, because it was like I had all this was kind of like anger and resentment. And um, but mm-hmm. my blog, I call it was called um, Belaudible Records of Cancer and Trail Dreams stupid long name still available online it is yeah but um i was running i was running through cancer basically and so i would like get the chemo and then run work up more running and just run 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 through so i ran and then after i had um the full treatment i ran a 50 mile race like at the end of it a 50 so, mile yeah race? a 50 mile race so um the blog kind of is a two-year a two-year write-up from the beginning of cancer to the 50 mile like race from through the cancer and all that shit. But, um, so I always tried to make my blog, um, sort of informative and, um, sort of always have a positive twist at the Mm -hmm. end, Mm -hmm. you know? And so it was like, it's sort of a comedic inspirational blog Mm -hmm. with really bad, um, spelling (laughs) and poor punctuation. Like, Oh my God, I'll read back on it now. And now I don't even know how to get back in it because it's been years since I've done it. What was it on? Live journal? It was on Blogspot. Blogspot. I don't, and it was a bitch getting on it and I don't even know. (laughs) I don't even know how to get on it now to like correct it. Now I figure what the hell it should just be what it was but like I never even capitalized like my eyes and like put 
the just the worst. So it's kind of embarrassing to read it's back. Story. It sounds to me like a story and an experience that maybe a lot of people could benefit from if you wanted yeah. to take the time to do so like get in there compile it and then maybe have an editor just work out the grammatical kinks and things for you and you yeah you saw the text i hate that my brain's doing dollar signs you could definitely sell this <laughs> you could sell this well i used to think about chicken like, soup for my fucking life like i'm telling yeah. people, like you could work it out yeah that's what i, I need money <laughs> no i'm just <laughs> that's a great idea no. i would have never I, guessed that you've been like i don't want to say in Adored, um, but experienced Some so much. It's not mm-hmm. something that you wear on your face or carry around with. You're one of the most positive mm-hmm. people in this team. Well, that's what cracks me up because I was having a conversation one day with Bob Kazravi and it was at uh, Karina's party, and he was like, uh-huh. "You're so positive." I was like, um, "That's hilarious that you think that." Because I'm so <laughs> angry. Like, <laughs> I'm so angry. I'm like, um, you know, I have these jokes about like, um, you know, people in the hot, like patients in the hospital, like falling down the stairs in their wheelchair, and like the awesome thing about it is like they didn't break any bones you know like it's like amazing like like never give up you know (laughs) and um just like shouting at somebody at the bottom of a stairs with a wheelchair on top of them like you're an inspiration never give up (laughs) yeah and like so i'm like you have no idea like what maybe i don't look that way but i do have but I try to be positive. You know, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, mean, I don't really try. I think I was born that way. But it's, it's a con- inner conflict. Does it ever get hard to listen to the, uh, the bullshit and the complaints of 20 somethings without any like legitimate hardships? Like, is that ever something where you're like, come on? <laughs> Judging by the face you made halfway through the question, that's a yes. Um, yeah, but it's also cute, you know, and I also... <laughs> <laughs> now I'm rethinking the whole stretchy pants thing. She's like this bitch. <laughs> yeah, she's like, oh, I'm so sorry that you got offered pants. No, but what, what I was gonna, I did, I did want to. No, I did want to interrupt because, <laughs> like, one of my things previous to having the disabled child and still exists with me is like, I my one of my personal issues is that I think I'm fat. You know, I've always thought, you know, some people have like a an issue, you know, a psychological, like it's not, it's probably not true, but it, do, it it's don't matter. It's definitely not true. It, it doesn't definitely matter. definitely is not true. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't matter. You, f- you feel that way. And so like, that's when, when you were saying that he was saying that about the stretchy pants, I was being so offended because I'm like, if you talk, no, do not even talk, like, do not touch my hair or talk about that because I'm like, so I feel like a, like a obese you know, it's like it's like, <laughs> it's like training one on one. You never point out a perceived problem until mm. someone asks you about yeah. it. And like, like if if someone comes up to me and they're like, "I'm looking for a makeup," and I'm like, "Well, what's your biggest concern uh, about your skin?" and they say acne, and I go, "We have a great acne product." I don't go, "Are you concerned about your acne?" Yeah, yeah. right, bitch. Like, why? Yeah, uh-uh. why would, although I will say this, and this is gonna sound so petty, I think it's amazing how women will zero in on like something that's not their biggest flaw. And I have to like hold my tongue. They'll be like, <laughs> "You're like, but that's not even anything compared to your other four oh, They're like, that are "See, I'm visible. really, I'm really worried about these two dots here." And I'm like, "That's all you're worried about." Uh-huh. <laughs> it's, it's, well, nice. It's so Good for you. adorable. How what adorable. you're concerned about so is your cute. eyebrows when your personality is so broken. <laughs> oh, I'm just like, oh, that's Damn. that's what bugs you. But that, like, I just not that's my shady place. as shit. What? Uh, that's shady as shit. <laughs> 
<laughs> or it'll always be something that's not fixable, but then they're totally fixable flaw they don't want me to fix. Like, I'm like, so you like your dark circles? Like, it gives you personality? Like, what? It's sorry let me um, shut up I'm no, no. so I, I definitely do have one more question okay. before we get too far away from mm-hmm. the topic of your story like something that I'm really curious about is you said that you were diagnosed like whenever your child was seven to nine or whatever mm-hmm. it was I'm, I'm really curious about if because like I picture like because you're saying that you're having to take care of someone who's going through their own thing well, that's a bad way of phrasing that, but you know, well, you know yeah. what I mean. She's total dependent and, care is constant. You're just con- like we actually have a an in home like caregiver mm-hmm. that helps us. Like it's constant. Okay. Like, not then. That that's very that's, much yeah. Like that just started, but like like five years of we were just constant, just barrage and just like just so overwhelmed, mm-hmm. just so overwhelmed. So go to your question. Yeah, yeah, that's that's definitely what I'm curious about. Is I'm like, how did you find balance between not only having to go through your own journey with the breast cancer, but also still having to be responsible for somebody else that's going, that's has their own yeah. life circumstances. Um, with, other people. With, really? Yeah. Yeah. Husband, family, mother, you know, um, and we had it. We blog did viewers. blog viewers. <laughs> give me money. No, um, we actually, by the time I had cancer, um, we did have a caregiver mm-hmm. that was, um, very good and very consistent. So she helped like just ever, I mean, she saved my life. Honestly. Um, we talk about that cause she had things that, hey Jen, um, <laughs> that, um, you know, we, she said, she says that, you know, we saved her life and, um, that, but she definitely saved my life. Definitely saved my life. Because um, had I not had her, I would have driven down I-35 against traffic. That's what I used to dream about. Just like, oh, that would be like the fastest way. You just get on I-35 and drive backwards. You were just in a place where you wanted a way out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's and a- so, yeah, she she saved me and just made it to where I could do and focus on me and family too and Rich you know Richie my husband he of course you know he brought me water like Jen saved my life and my husband you know I asked for water and he brought it yeah he brought it once even I didn't even ask I will never forget that because I was like laying on the side of the bed I was like dying like literally dying and like he brought some water I was like I'm so thirsty like and he brought it isn't that beautiful so you've been in you are in remission right I am and you've been in remission how long seven years wow Mm -hmm. and you you had a a double mastectomy yes Mm -hmm. yeah so um, I had one and then uh, went back and had the other one and then the reconstruction Mm -hmm. so I have uh, you know reconstructed I talk about that sometimes on the on the stage. I was going to say I've seen that in your set. But um, yeah, so yeah, kind of just to go back briefly to the the blog and the comedy. um, You know, I I thought about like making a book or something like that, and then I started Twitter, which I have zero followers and don't even follow me because I don't do Twitter. But um, (laughs) but I did for like two years. I was tweeting a lot of stuff like to like three people that you know no no one cared. But I was started writing jokes back then. I have like a thousand like jokes on Twitter, you know, that are just like awful, you know, but um, that's how I started writing jokes. And then one day I was like, I just want to do something, you know, with the jokes. And I just like writing and I like, um, 
I like it. Did exploring like that did exploring that part of your personality kind of help you deal? Um, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's all a learning. You know, it's all mm. like a uh, reflection. Yeah, I don't know what self reflective times and thinking and the blogging helped me uh, get through some of the anger because I would like mm-hmm. I would go to the dark place and then I'd be trying to remind myself of all the great things because like even though I have like this like I have like some bad luck you know it seems that I have some bad luck but like also look at me like uh, you said you can't tell those things by looking at me because I just keep on going yeah you know and so it's just not that bad I have a job. I have a family. You know, I have telling jokes, hosting I'm telling, shows. I get to hang with the twenty somethings, man. <laughs> Fucking a killer. They're so fun. <laughs> Cute. But I do love that I'm like twenty years older than everybody. How do you feel about that? Does it give you? Do you feel like it gives you like a good perspective as an artist? Do you like? You feel like you're wiser? Oh, um, I feel like I'm wiser about life for sure in most ways. But I also feel like. Um, people hate my comedy like the 20 somethings are just like oh this old lady telling these old lady jokes you know like I don't think it's relative (laughs) a lot of my stuff is not necessarily relative like I remember when I used to do open mics um, at Empire a long time ago when it was when I was first starting and it would just be like um, everybody used to wear black clothing there mm-hmm. and I'd be standing I was nervous I'd stand up on the stage and um, it'd just be like all 20 something in my mind my eyes mm-hmm. it was all 20 something white dudes with like black beards right? <laughs> and like black clothing You're not wrong nope and I was like these guys do not give a shit about anything and probably I was just awful too I mean <laughs> that's why they weren't laughing but I mean I didn't ever feel like it was a good um, so then when I started doing some um, mm-hmm. some of the uh, showcases and like at the breweries and stuff there would be a lot more of a mixed audience mm-hmm. it just felt so much better because like yeah yeah like people kind of yeah. at least in the 30s and 40s would be like yeah she's talking some stuff we can do you know we've talked about like my life sucks too I'll we really you know. chip readers yeah. are confusing <laughs> <You're right. laughs> and that's not that's not just that's not just shade that's an actual bit that she has yeah 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 i love that i really really do i i do want to know that they're too slow they're too, they're too slow. <laughs> you don't have control over them. That's my issue with the. Tw- this is a salty thing. Those fucking chip readers, dude. They're too slow. Like I don't. I want to be in control. You know. Yeah. I just want to. Sw- I want to uh, get it done. I don't want to <laughs> the sit there and just the like swipe, fucking but- wait. It's like you're just you're at the mercy of the reader. <laughs> And you're standing there like and you, a true writer you you're know? so right that's a hundred I, I appreciate so much that for all of the like legitimate things you've been through you still can be mad about like a chip re- like you know yeah. what I mean? there's so much range so many things I, I appreciate you so much for being on this show yeah. I, I want to ask you one more thing, I know, and then we're, we're wrapping up, kind of. Yeah, let's, let's go ahead and wrap. I think that we should wrap up with a our piece of advice, like we always oh. do. Yes, especially like you. God, I was like being so wise, oh. um, <laughs> but being someone don't who's, die who's been through it and got through it. Mm-hmm. What would you say to someone who's looking at life, going, "Why me?" That that seemed like a couple yeah. elements of your story where it's just like, "Why did these happen?" When you don't mm-hmm. have an answer for why things are happening, mm-hmm. how do you keep going? 
Ooh, yeah. Um, well, for a lot of people, I would say just stick with that religion. If that's your deal, that is not my deal. So I, I was curious. very confusing because you're from Heartbraid, Texas. So I was <laughs> I was curious about Heartbraid, that. Texas. And uh, no, I don't. I mean, I like to listen to people who who have that and really respect people who have that and mm. kind of have it. I wish I did in mm. a way, but I don't um, have that. So um you know, I, I think my th- main thing is, um, like I said, just like off the cuff is just don't die. I mean, I think that's just my basic mantra. Don't die. You know, <laughs> just keep on going. I mean, just live, you know, live it out. Do what you can. Keep, you just keep going. Don't, don't just, let don't it get, get you. Just don't like, give don't. up. It's like the whole never give up thing, but, you know, it's so cheesy. But just, I don't know. Um, there's so much to d- there's so much to do. I read this really sappy thing today about a woman. Did you guys see that on Facebook? A, a woman that she was like 28 and I, I didn't even see what she died of, but she wrote this letter right before she died to everyone and like, don't, you know, live, live and be happy and all these like really sappy things. I was like, oh, I shouldn't have read that right before I go on the extra salty. I'm going to just be like, please live and don't die, you know, and be happy. And that's not very salty, but... Um, but it's sweet, and that's what we need. Right? Oh, it's yeah. we need to top it off with the sweet. But yeah, uh, I think just keep it on, keep it on. And look, you know, there's a lot of. It's always somebody. Not that you want to think of someone else having it worse, but um, you always have something good yeah. too, and you can make it. You can make it good. You and, know, even if even when it's hard, and I have some seriously challenging things where I think that day is not going to end. Sometimes my days do not end, and I think I'm not going to make it, and I just keep trying. You just got to keep trying. I think I think that kind of like lends itself to like whenever you see like those people and like situations where it's like someone that they know or like a loved one or whatever, where they're like, you just got to fight it. And that person's like, I don't I don't know. And it's like, I, I, I don't know. I see a lot of that where it's like at the end of the day, like even if you are like going through some stuff, like a decent part of it is just like not giving in like not accepting that defeat and it may not be like the only part of it but it's like i it so, it sounds like you you you're thinking that that like mindset really makes a very strong I think difference. it helps if you have something that motivates you mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. like i have the addictions um crack and, Jesus. <laughs> no <laughs> I'm we kidding. have to pull this no, whole episode. I'm, no, like, I'm joking. You know, He's the only you pro just, crack you just, <laughs> motivational speaker you we just, can find. You just don't die and, and you just do a whole bunch of crack. keep doing the crack. No, um, <laughs> the running is an addiction. And like like I, I found comedy. Like I enjoy doing comedy, even though it does not help my running, it turns out. <laughs> um, I found out that this weekend. But um, find things that, that motivate you. And then it keeps you wanting to keep going. So I think it's helpful to to be yourself and what does motivate you what what do you have and i have a few luckily fortunately for me i have things that do motivate me still but you know i'm also not judgmental i think if you're ready to give it up that's your choice too i'm not against that personally i'm just thinking for me you know that's valid i mean i I just want to i want to keep going i mean i have things to do but I have things to do. I love that. Thank you I mean, so much for being a part of this show. Where? Yeah, thank you. You say you don't tweet, but where? Where? If people loved listening to you and they wanted to know more about you, where would they find out? Oh, if they, oh, um, well, just you know, if you ever 
Facebook, I guess. I'm on Facebook. Um, I do Instagram. You know, I'm Power Howl on Instagram, but I don't really talk on there. I just do pictures really <laughs> but I do tweet it's just real rare and I gave up on Twitter because no one ever followed me so it, it's like tweeting I used to that's where I stored my material mm-hmm. for no one to see it oh. was on Twitter I called it the black hole that's where I kept my secret information <laughs> like my, like if I want no one to read it I put it on Twitter like I put all my worst shit there I love that yeah I'm, I'm gonna look at your Twitter tonight yeah don't it's just bad you can't stop <laughs> It's bel- it's belatable TWTS tweets, which I thought <laughs> was a good idea. Belatable tweets, I yeah. Love yeah. It. Mm-hmm. Seriously, thank you so much for joining us no. today. Like, I, whenever you were telling us about like what you had to talk about in terms of topic, I was like, I, w- I definitely wanted to talk to you. So I'm really glad that you were willing to share all that with us because I know that a lot of that information, like whenever it comes to serious disease and children with disabilities can be very heavy stuff but i feel like i feel like no 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 i feel (laughs) that's what i was gonna say i feel like today not only did we like have some fun but we like also learned some stuff and i think that we took away a little something from this so yeah for sure and definitely i don't know earlier (laughs) earlier you said something about feeling like a bad person because you have these feelings and Uh i just I really hope you don't actually feel that way all the time because it's just like these are valid, real feelings and mm-hmm. people, how can you not, how can you not be angry every now and then, you, you know? You shouldn't feel like a bad person, just feel like a person because that's how any person would deal with like that much shit being through their, well, through their I, way. Well, I, I guess because that's just how I'm, I'm wired is to be like, I, I don't want to have jealousy or anger mm. for other people. I want them to be good and happy and have the thing I don't wish bad things on other people Mm -hmm. but I just sometimes I'm like when everybody's going on their vacations and they just get to walk around without the wheelchair and not have to do the diaper I'm just like god I wish I could do that you know like and so I feel it's more jealousy and I don't want to be that way so then I'm like that sucks and so I work hard I work hard to not feel that way well it's like you were saying it doesn't sound like it comes as much out of envy as much as it comes out of you've got shit to do yeah yeah all right. Well, you keep doing amazing <laughs> shit. Thank you so much for joining us on the show. Keep Emily. comedy alive. Austin comedy. It's yes. so fun getting to yeah. hang with you guys oh. and um, getting to be, uh, you know, a small, very small part of the com- Austin comedy um, scene. It's it's cool to be out there and watch you guys all get so good. <laughs> Thank you so much. For, yeah, this was this was fun. I liked this. This was cool. I'm going to walk away from this episode going, that was a good one. <laughs> well, thanks again for listening, guys. <laughs> yeah. um, as always, this is Extra Salty. New episodes are dropping every Monday. Monday. Every Monday. You can follow us um, on Facebook, facebook.com slash extra salty pod. Um, Instagram slash extra salty podcast. Uh, and our Twitter is extra salty pod. And um, I'm Jasmine Ellis. You can find me at Jasmine Ellis comedy and i'm kai krabs you can find me at kai krabs because mine is just my name (laughs) nice i believe i put i put comedy behind it because there's another jasmine ellis yeah she she like works for mtv i hate her let's Uh, get her on the show fuck her all right (laughs) bye y'all bye guys International. International.